What a win. West Virginia has a gritty, gutsy, determined, just an absolute tough, tough victory in Fort Worth on Saturday, beating TCU 24-21. I give my instant reaction on this mini-episode of the Blue Gold Sports Podcast. What's up, everybody? Wesley Shoemaker, and oh my goodness, what a win it was for the Mountaineers. 24-21, defense did not allow TCU to score in the second half. Two block kicks in the final five minutes. So much to get into, but we... I will keep it short and sweet here. First things first, the two block kicks, winning the football game, Mike Lockhart, Sean Martin, what a performance there at the end. This defensive line battled their butts off all night, and both Lockhart and Martin were dealing with injuries there late in the game, and Lockhart finished with three tackles, uh, half a sack, and one and a half TFLs there, and then... Martin finished with two two tackles, quarterback hit, and then they both had the blocks. And so that was big time there. Ben Cutter played a really good game, true freshman, and then Lee Copa again everywhere. Defense kind of struggled early on. They struggled a lot with that uh, middle of the field passing game from TCU. They had the big touchdown in, on the first drive, and then they also had the on the fourth and two there late in the second quarter to score again. That was another big touchdown on a seemingly simple slant. But in the end, it was the defense in the second half that kept this team in the game. Mountaineers just dominated TCU. TCU had one total yard of offense in the third quarter. West Virginia made him pay. Garrett Green got the start. He was not supposed to play, folks. Nico Markio rode his ankle on Wednesday. Garrett suited up Thursday. He was good to go, and he he looked good. And as much as we want to say he's not the best passer, he, he might not be the best passer, but he completed 48% of his passes. Not great, obviously, but he didn't turn the ball over. Buck 42 through the air. And then he added 80 yards and two touchdowns on the ground, including a 35-yard score early. But I think we also have to talk about this wide receiver room. Obviously, what we'll get into later in the week is Jeremiah Aaron and Cortez Braham no longer being with the team. That was reported by Mike Kazaza of 247 Sports earlier in the day on Saturday. But the receivers that did play, Hudson Clement, E.J. Horton especially. E.J. Horton, one catch for 19 yards. That catch was huge. He got smacked as he caught that ball. Hudson Clement almost had a touchdown. He just went down. Preston Fox, he had a bad drop early, came back, gave West Virginia a chance to score before the end of the half in the first half. Just quite couldn't quite convert after the fall start. But receivers played well. Uh, C.J. Donaldson, 22 carries, 61 yards, and a touchdown. Jaheim White, he got a lot of action as most since he's been at WVU, five carries, 46 yards. And then Rodney Gallagher with a key rush on a sweep action to set West Virginia up for the go-ahead field goal from Michael Hayes, which would end up being the game-winning field goal. So a lot to like. Obviously, bad news. Uh, Aubrey Burks leaving on the cart as well as Trey Latham leaving on the cart. You hate that for this defense. I'm not sure about Aubrey, but Trey Lathan's season's over. He's having surgery in Fort Worth uh, probably on Sunday, I believe. So he and Aubrey are both staying overnight, but it seems like Aubrey's injury or injuries are not as extensive or big as Trey Lathan. So Trey Lathan... You just feel for the kid. He really came on here over the first four or five games for the Mountaineers 
and he was really finding his foot on this defense. And he was a big part uh, along with Lee Koba. So that's going to be something storyline to look for going forward. But the biggest storyline is Mountaineers are four and one. If you had told anyone that this team would be four and one after September, I don't think I would have believed you. I don't think most would have believed you, but all the people that did believe are inside that locker room and they are here. West Virginia is four and one, four and one. First time since 2018, four wins in a row for the first time since 2018. And they have now done it on the road. They've done it at home. They've they're two and oh in Big 12 play. And they are tied right now at the top of the conference with Texas and Oklahoma. So that's huge. I just think that the energy, the excitement, the way this team is playing. While it's not pretty, who cares? Because they're winning ball games, and that's all you can care about. And they need this much needed break. They played a tough, tough, tough month of September. Obviously, started on the road in against Penn State, and within the span of twenty eight days, or I think that's right, yeah, twenty eight days, they played five games, which that is a lot of football and not a lot of time. And so they get a mini buy ish before they start planning for Houston, which will be on Thursday, October the 12th. And I think there's going to start to be a conversation had of the way West Virginia schedules schedule, the way West Virginia schedule line, lines up, excuse me, that this team could very well find itself in conversations to be possibly playing in Dallas. And you couldn't have that conversation before tonight, but now that they won against TCU, that's a conversation that is going to possibly start to be thrown around, especially if they continue to take care of business against a so, so-called so weaker schedule with a trip to Houston and then a home date with Oklahoma State as their next two games. So a lot of opportunity for the Mountaineers there, but overall this win is huge. Garrett Green played his butt off. This defense played their butts off. And I know I personally thought this this defense was due for a little bit of a, a letdown game. It's hard to be consistently good. And you kind of saw that in the first half. TCU had 21 points at the half, but then in the second half they came out. I don't know if it was inspiration for Aubrey Burks. I don't know what it was, but this team and this defense played hard. They were consistent. They got after TCU quarterback Chandler Morrison. I'll just give you some stats real quick. Gave you Garrett's passing and rushing. We'll go to TCU quarterback Chandler Morris. He had a pretty good day. 298 yards, two touchdowns, 23 of 41 passing. He also added 51 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Amani Bailey, West Virginia pretty much held him in check. 55 yards, 19 attempts, 2.9 yards per carry. That's pretty good for the Big 12's leading rusher. Obviously, they were the big plays, but you were able to not let them hurt you that much in the second half. Obviously, in the second half, you went punt, 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 field goal block, field goal block. And those two field goal blocks came in the last five minutes. And then you got the ball back, and you just quite couldn't put it together on offense. Questionable play call in the third down to kind of throw it to Traylon Ray there. And uh, then TCU gets the ball back with three minutes at their, I think it was their own 15, if I'm not mistaken. And then they just couldn't quite get it done. So big time. Also props to Michael Hayes kid had a day. He should have made one from 53. Nick Malone was a tough fall star penalty. Didn't see much there, but they called it. And then he, he had the distance. It looked like from 58, just couldn't quite convert that either. So a big win for the Mountaineers. They're four and one. They hit their bye week. Couldn't come at a better time. They got banged up, beat up badly tonight. They emptied the tank in every way 
imaginable as far as play-wise, uh, personnel-wise, player-wise. Like, they played, I feel like, everyone that they could have. Mountaineers on the night finished with 343 yards of total offense. Again, they eclipsed the 200 yard mark on the ground against what was the Big 12's second best rush defense coming into the game. They averaged 4.7 yards per carry and then obviously the 142 yards through the air. Mountaineers had 21 first downs compared to TCU's 23. Hey, TCU ran 79 plays in 90 degree heat and this defense battled the way they did. So props to them obviously. In the red zone, West Virginia went two for three. TCU went 0 for one. West Virginia had a big fourth down stop when things looked like it could get out of control early, and they had a big stop, which helped them. And then Mountaineers on third down, four of 13. TCU, six of 16 on fourth down. So that was big. Another big thing, West Virginia only had two penalties for 10 yards. That is huge, especially when you're on the road. And then this defense, let's talk about it. They had nine TFLs and five sacks. Wow. <laughs> that Those are some serious, serious numbers. And Garrett Green, he was clean. No sacks on the Mountaineers. Only five TFLs compared to WV's nine for TCU. And so that is a dang darn good day if you're West Virginia. So Mountaineers win 24-21. They are 4-1. and one, And we are going to have a lot more to talk about as the week progresses mountaineers hit their bye week and it couldn't come out a better time final score from fort worth west virginia 24 tcu 21 and this was a quick episode of the blue gold sports podcast